0: Dear Relationship Cynics and Relationship Romantics, my name is Monise and you are listening to the Romantic Cynic Podcast. On this week's episode, I wanted to talk about liars and truth tellers. Last week I had released a short called The Liar and The Liar isn't about being in a relationship with someone that is a liar. It's about being in a toxic relationship where you turn into the liar So I hope you join me on today's episode where we might mix in some laughter, maybe some tears, romance, and of course, some cynicism. Welcome to episode 11. This week, I wanted to talk about liars and truth-tellers. I have experience in both, and I wanted to go over why we lie, or why is there a need to lie in relationships? Now, before I jump in with my example, um, I wanted to go over a little bit about this book that I am reading called The Games People Play by Dr. Eric Byrne, um, written in 1964. And the content is still relevant today. So what it talks about with the games people play, it's not about, it's not exclusively about relationships that we play against one another to either manipulate or strong arm or anything like that. Um, they, it, I haven't read the second part of the book, I've only read the first part of the book, where it talks about, you know, the transactional analysis of the games we play. And so this is something that all of us do on a day-to-day basis. It doesn't matter if we are in a relationship, it doesn't matter if it's family, friends, or even interactions at work. Um, So it talks about how every one of us has three egos. We have the adult ego, The parent ego and the child ego, and sometimes the parent ego will pop up, or um, the adult or the child will pop up, even interchangeably. While we're in, you know, while we're having interactions with people on a day-to-day basis, Um, just a very basic, uh, just to give you an idea of the games that we play. So the very basic one is, he talks about you know the convention of you know we asking we asking someone um you know how are you and we were we expect them to say oh i'm fine or oh i'm good and that's kind of like the end of that that transaction or that game so it's not all about relationships and again i haven't read gotten into the second part so the second part is all about just the games one i found already very interesting cuz he does talk about the analysis of it it's called if it weren't for you and i i I loved that game that he picked out just because all of us have played it at some point in a relationship, probably more likely in unhealthy relationships or even where you may experience being in a healthy relationship, but you kind of have a moment where you're like, well, if it weren't for you, I would be doing X, Y, and Z. And so that's the whole, um, point about this game so he compares a, a, a wife and a husband where she tells the the husband well if it weren't for you I would be a ballroom dancer and that's actually in that is the example in the book turns out you know she believes that the husband is very overbearing and he doesn't allow her to do all these things so she she continues to blame him. If it weren't for you, um, so I did find that really fascinating. I I will share some more examples as podcasts um, as I record more episodes and the content is relevant to um, some of the games that that I'm learning that us humans play. So I wanted to kind of briefly give you a background of the of this book just because it has some relevancy with my relationship with my former. Um, my ex, uh, my ex-husband. So I can tell you that I distinctly remember the first time I lied in that relationship. I don't condone lying at all. Um, but I do understand that sometimes we do that to protect people, especially with the little, the little white lies. But, um, with this particular lie that I told, it wasn't even like a bad lie. It was just this, this, it was a feeling of anxiety that he gave me. And it was a feeling of being like I was scolded and being taught, being treated as if I was a child. So just to give you a background, um, when we were first kind of st- started dating. I remember being at his house and I think I was doing laundry. I think we were living together at the time and I was doing laundry. And I remember having the dryer going, the dryer going on. So he calls me, I answer the phone. And so he and I are chit-chatting and here's the, the dryer going off in the background. And he basically said to me, what is that noise that I hear in the background? And that's kind of how he said it with that type of tone and intonation. And it was very, I had a pause because I felt like, you know, the feeling that you, that you had when you're a kid and you did something wrong and you know, you did something wrong and your parent says, what did you do? Or did you, are you the person who you know, who you, who let the dog out or, you know, broke the, or broke the dish, anything like that. But you remember that feeling of anxiety, like, oh my gosh, I'm about to get in trouble. So what usually happens? A lie comes out of our mouth and we say, no, that's not true. Or we just deny it. And so the way he treated me in that moment and the way he talked to me, um, was very much like the parent. So, I am not proud of it at all, but just because I felt like I was about to get in trouble for something that I really felt like I shouldn't have gotten in trouble for, I, I lied. I think I told him that I wasn't even home or something like that. I mean it's it was just a s it was a stupid lie to tell, but I felt like I had to say it because he would have thrown kind of a fit. I mean he always ex- ex- uh, accused me excuse me accused me of being irresponsible and like i couldn't take care of myself and i always needed you know i always had to have supervision to to, to do anything including the laundry um he would get really annoyed if i did the la- if i if i turned the dryer on because he's like well i it, i really need to be home just to make sure that you know you don't start like a a lint trap fire things like that so um i i wanted to share that story, but I also am going to link back to the book. So as I'm reading this book, I always like to compare like real life examples, just so I have more of a perspective. And with him, he always took on the parent ego. Very rarely did I see the, the, the adult ego. And very rarely did I see the child ego more. I, I saw more of the adult ego because how just, um, responsible he was when it came to certain things but it wasn't just me he was like that with he was like that with everyone everyone he had the the parent ego I'd say like 80 percent of the time even in our relationship though so that's kind of how my my trend started of me just turning into the liar um never proud of it I it was hard to be honest with him because the times I, I was honest and I would try to say it in a, in a respectful way. So it wouldn't hurt his feelings so much. Um, it's another reason why we, we tend to lie to loved ones or family or friends is just that we don't want to hurt everyone's, we don't want to hurt their feelings. And so I remember he had made dinner one night and I had, I made a comment, um, you know, just saying like, think, you know, what it what could have been better about the meal? But he wanted my complete honesty. And he got so upset and so hurt by the fact that I didn't like something that he made. and And again, I really tried to say it as nice as I could without being so overly critical. But he just took it completely personally. And I think that's another reason why we tend to lie is because... Some people take things so personally and they feel like they are this perfect example of a human being, especially in toxic relationships. They feel like they are the perfect human being, that there's no need for them to change and what you see is what you get. And my absolute favorite, and when I say absolutely favorite, I actually mean I'm sarcastically because I hated this comment a lot was, it's just the way I am, so you're gonna have to deal with it. It's not okay to say that. Just because if you are so close-minded and feel like you are almost superior to other people, it's a, it's, it's very childlike. I know for one, I, I even, even at this date, like at least in my life right now, like I, I, continue to evolve and i continue to try to be the best version of myself for you know for myself for my family for my friends and for my loved ones you know the people that that i that i care the most about and so line is just never never the answer but at the same time it's like where do we draw that line in our relationship now i'm sure those of you who have have experienced that type of Um, anxiety and that type of uh, maybe even trauma from, you know, a toxic partner because you felt like no matter what you said, you couldn't be completely honest with the person just just because their ego got in the way. And I think that's another big part of it. Like our ego shouldn't get in the way of us trying to be better. Now I know Trying to be honest in that relationship was difficult because I felt like in order for me to kind of be a little sane in that in that relationship and for me to live day to day I had to kind I had to lie, and it wasn't a pretty side of me it's not something that I was proud of, and it was something that I really. Just disliked about myself immensely. And I can even go further into how it had a residual effect on, you know, my family as well. And this is something that I have admitted to them. Um, But during that relationship, I felt the need to not be completely truthful to my parents. Because I didn't want them to worry about me. I didn't want them to know just how miserable I was and just how I disliked being in that relationship. I know some of you are probably thinking, well, why'd you be in that why were you in that relationship for so long? It's because I had faith in somewhat hope, I guess you can say, in 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 that relationship, thinking that maybe, someday he would want to change. Not that I, not that I put emphasis on forcing him to change, but when you have, or when you see the potential of someone that you love, you want to give them as much effort and as much leeway and at times as much, as many excuses as you can possibly give them until it just gets to a point where like, okay, well, this is not working anymore. So I, I, wouldn't be completely truthful to my, my parents because again, I didn't want them to worry. Um, after that relationship was, was done and I was able to, you know, move on in a positive way. Um, I, I've had conversations with, with my mom and, you know, telling her, said, by the way, this is what really happened. And this is the reasons why. Um, and I apologized for it. And again, it's not, it's not something I'm proud of and not, not, any one of us should feel like there should be a need to lie, especially because our partner um, makes us believe that maybe there is some reason as to why we should. Um, And again, it goes back to how they treat us, right? And there was, there's a much better way of talking to someone than, than making them feel like they're less than, and then I mean, I can even say that, like, I felt less than in in that relationship quite a bit. Um, but other reasons why, you know, we tend to lie is, you know, it, it, it became a habit of mine. And once I got out, like, I have been on this path to try to be as honest as possible. And I try to say it, I try to tell people, you know, my truths in a loving way. And so it's something that I continuously work on on a day-to-day basis where I just, I don't want to be the liar anymore. And I feel like because of my journey for the last two, almost three years, I feel like I, I'm at a place and I'm I'm in peace with myself where I'm like, okay, I could, I could be truthful and people aren't going to be so upset and so hurt. You know, I know with with being at one point that that liar, and I hate saying that. I hate the fact that I was that person, but I felt like I had no choice. And I guess that's another part of it. It's like we all have a choice to either be truthful or to be honest. But at the same time, especially you know in a toxic relationship, we can be as honest as we can, but. If we're with a partner that just doesn't understand or just doesn't just doesn't want to admit that maybe there there's some flaws in the relationship or there's some flaws of who they are. You know, admit to yourself, you know, the lies pop out. And and being truthful in those moments, I had learned, and I'm sure some of you have experienced this where the truth didn't matter because sometimes their ego or their or what they believed to be their own truth was far more relevant and far more important than, than yours. Um, I don't condone lying. I am a firm believer of being honest, even in the smallest things. And even little white lies, I believe, are, are still detrimental to the health of a relationship. And I think that's the whole purpose of it. If you are with a person that cannot accept being told the truth, and you say the truth in such a loving or you try to say it in a loving, respectful manner, and they just get so offended by it, then what? how can you really move forward? Or how can you two work together to become a better couple? And sometimes people are just like that no matter what. I feel... To as today you know i watch you know i i i i see relationships and and especially with like this toxicity of of just relationships in general and all this narcissistic behavior you know from one partner to or the other partner where being honest isn't it it's people say they want honesty in a relationship but if it, if they feel like it will hurt their feelings at the end of the day they don't really want it, especially when they have to look and self-reflect on themselves. People don't want to, some people can't admit that there's things about themselves that they can work on. And I feel like all of us should, should collectively, or all of us should strive to be better versions of ourselves. All of us should strive to, to keep, can, to continue to evolve. And some people are just so stubborn and instead in their ways that, there's no moving forward. And with those relationships, if one partner is willing to move forward and evolve, and you have another person who's just stuck in this one particular period of time, and that's where they live their entire lives, then you guys are not compatible with one another. Start learning how to tell the truth with with the smallest little things. The, the 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 it it takes a lot of work uh, to just be completely honest with someone. But if you want to work on things in your relationship and you want to you want to have a healthier relationship or even you want or maybe you're not in a, in a in a relationship but you just want to work to be the better ver- the best version of you, start with the smallest little truths, you know, maybe seek truth about yourself. Sometimes I feel like we can't always see the truth of who we are. Some people can, some people can't, but I really believe that it really starts with you as a person learning to be truthful of who you are, what you have, maybe your abilities or lack thereof, and and start with that. Start with you first. Now, if you want to start being honest in relationships again, you know, have that conversation with your partner. I think that's, that's probably a really important key start is, you know, sitting down and saying, Hey, you know, we tell little white lies, so let's, let's work together to not have to have a need to tell little white lies. And I think that when you do that, you, you, you become a stronger couple and you're able to face things even little moments of adversity together on such a, on a, such a stronger path that being honest is going to come naturally for you. And you're going to see just how impactful and how much trust you gain with each other. So, I don't recommend being, you know, I don't I don't recommend the liar route anymore. I recommend the truth teller. Be be unafraid to be honest. It might sound like it's a lot of work and it might sound like it might not go over so well, but it will. It's something that we should strive for in a relationship. No more little white lies. Uh, talk to your partner. And hopefully your partner is on the same wavelength as you and hopefully your partner's understanding and hopefully you can have an open dialogue of working on honesty. You'll be quite surprised that the level of honesty that you two have together will, is in direct correlation to the level of trust that you build as well. So I hope that today you found some value in the truth and being a truth teller and trying to move forward on being, seeking that type of relationship with your current partner. So my closing words are this to you. Be kind to yourself. Know your self-worth. Continue to evolve to be the best version of you. If you're in a relationship, a healthy relationship, Hold your partner close and tell them how much you appreciate them and how much you love them. If you're not in a relationship, guess what? That's okay. Continue to work on being the best version of you. Thank you for listening. And as always, yours truly, The Romantic Cynic.